So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hi, everyone. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong, and you are listening to episode 186. I hope you're having a great day. I, I'm, I've had a great week so far, and just... Life is just great, you know. I just had my some of my kids in town last weekend. Um, I did a cook and chat with the women that I work with in my program, the Reverse Diabetes Method. That was loads of fun. I volunteered and did a cooking demo at a local um, group that services um, seniors, which is really fun and just. I just am spreading the word about good health and nutrition and how to tackle diabetes through lifestyle. And ah, just it's, it's good stuff. It is such good stuff. Um, so, but what I want to talk to you about to, tonight is uh, the idea of perseverance. And I've really been thinking about this um, a fair amount because I've been doing some mindset work on, for myself and looking at what stops us from doing certain things, right? When we have a goal and whether that goal is to, uh, you know, lower your blood sugars or eat healthy or, um, you know, start exercising or, uh, you know, uh, do Facebook lives. (laughs) That was my goal. Um, Maybe that's not for everybody, but, you know, wanting to connect with the women in my, in my, um, Facebook group, because I want to help them. I want to give them information. And the best way to do that was to do these Facebook lives. And it's just hard for me. Something kept coming up, right? You know, the excuses, the the, uh, buts, the buts would come up. Um, You know, oh, I need to do this, but I don't have time. Oh, I have clients or I have this or I have that. You know, uh, I always, there was a lot of resistance, a lot of resistance around it. And it was really bothering me because I wasn't showing up the way I want to show up. I, I'm my mission in the world is to impact people's lives one person at a time if I have to, right? And so I was like, "What's what is this resistance around doing these?" And so I had to kind of like dig into that, and you know, it kept coming up, it kept coming up, and so rather than ignore it, I sort of leaned into it and said, what is going on for me? And and had to kind of dig into that. And so, you know, through that, I started looking at, you know, why are some people successful in their endeavors? What, what is that about? And is it, is it strictly just personality trait or is it something they can learn? And, or is it, you know, um, 
you know, they have special coaches. I mean, can you, can you teach it? Can, you know, cause whatever it is, I want some of that. Okay. And so if I can get a coach to teach me how to do it, let's do that. Right. I'm all about the coaching and, um, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to grow and be better and, and learn. And so, so through all this process, and like I said, it's been this, you know, I've got these layers and I'm kind of peeling back and looking at what is stopping me and, and having to rewire my brain in some respects. And, you know, you know, mindset is so huge and, but there's many components to that. So recently I've been thinking about perseverance and it's a term that you hear a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I, I used to remember that it was a, a trait or a term that was used when my kids were small, they would actually, you know, who got the award for most perseverance this month, right? Or who got the, you know, word, you know, who got the award for being, um, you know, kind this month, whatever it was, perseverance was one of them. And so I started thinking, it's like, well, is perseverance, you know, what is it actually, right? I mean, you kind of like, oh, you persevere through things. And so I went to Google and, you know, perseverance is defined um, in, in their dictionary as, persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Okay. Uh, and the example they gave was his perseverance with the technique illustrates his single mindedness. So it's this idea of having this single mindedness towards your goal and then you, 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 you persevere. And so, you know, I started looking back in my life because you start thinking, that's all right. I, I must have had opportunities that I've done this, right? And so, you know, I look back and I was like, okay, I remember uh, there's certain goals you would set and you would achieve them. Sometimes some were harder, some were easier, right? And the most recent one that came up for me was going back to grad school to become a dietitian and get my master's. And, you know, there was a lot of obstacles, a lot, you know, driving four hours a day to get to and from my classes because I was traveling a long distance to um, attend a certain program uh, was an obstacle. Uh, going back to school at the age of 56 was an obstacle, right? Relearning how to learn was an obstacle. You know, there was a lot. And so, and we have studying on the weekends again and all of that. And so, but what I know is that, you know, having a, a really solid goal, a why, why I was doing this, I, I was, propelled forward and was able to persevere through the bumps and lumps and wines and hills and all of that because I just knew in my heart I had something bigger to do. I had to make this impact in the world, okay, about helping women and others with their diabetes. And so that's where the perseverance came in. Not It wasn't always easy, but I was, I knew that this the, the success, the delay in that success of being able to pass my exams and, you know, create my business and get out there and do the work I'm called to do was so important to me that it really kept me on task. Okay. So, so then I was like, well, okay. So does do you just need a big why? Okay. Is that, is that what you need? What is it you need? Can you learn how to do this? Is there um, you know, some sort of trick to it. And so I, you know, 
I mean, everyone has setbacks, right? Um, both big and small. Uh, the bigger ones, sometimes they feel, you know, more noticeable, but even the smaller ones can really take a toll kind of on how we think and we feel. So, you know, these, these challenges that we are faced with, whatever they are, um, can, you know, leave you sometimes like scrambling to keep up and might lead you to reconsider your goal actually. Okay. And reconsider giving up. I mean, you might even consider giving up. It's too hard. And I see this happen with women with their health. All right. Uh, they get motivated. I, you know, I work with them, you know, in an intensive, I just finished one, uh, this last month. And I think we had over 800 women uh, sign up and women get so motivated, yet when they take the tools I teach them back into their lives, you know, it, it, it sort of gets harder to implement it, okay? And it, they, they haven't quite gotten everything they need to overcome the obstacles, I think. And so I think that's where the perseverance comes in. They lose sight of what, what's holding them are motivating them and they get derailed. And so, so, you know, I was like, okay, well, there's gotta be some things you can follow, right. To, to develop this perseverance. So I did some digging and I came up with, um, you know, I, I found some, I found some tips that I wanted to share with you. So, you know, the biggest obstacle I see that gets people, these women that I work, you know, I work with, um, derailed, so these are the women that don't even make it into my program. They want to have good health. They want to make changes. What they're trying is not working, uh, but, you know, they're still so tied into what they're doing, but really what comes up is they're afraid to fail. And so, and what I, I realize is that uh, perseverance really comes from failing and getting back up. Okay. So without that failure, you can't become resilient. Um, you know, you really, so I, I really found and this was really true for me with when overcoming this resistance I was feeling around these Facebook lives and even doing this podcast. Yeah. Okay. I'm learning. I'm not going to be great at it because I'm learning how to do it. Right. And so that's okay. That's okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to have some that are better than others and that's okay. And so I had to really change my relationship with failure and seeing it as a lesson that I'm learning uh, rather than a setback. So it's really reframing that and saying, okay, you know, and, and really believing that you can learn so much from failure and, and that changing your attitude toward it can really have these amazing implications in your life. It really can. And so you know, I just think that this idea of, you know, don't be afraid to fail. That's actually going to help you develop more perseverance um, and, and st stay on track. And so I wish, I wish I could have women realize that with their health that, yeah, it's not going to look perfect every day, not even every meal. And that's okay. You know, you learn from that and you do better the next time. And that leads me to the second thing. Try to be 1% better every day. And that's, that's sort of a, having a growth mindset, right? It's, it's a great way to really increase this perseverance and this motivation, you know, understand that, um, these skills are, they're, they're 
you know, difficult for some people and you just need to improve upon them 1% every day. And if you did that every day at the end of the year, you'd be 365%, you know, better than you were when you started. Pretty amazing, right? And that's why I encourage women slow and steady to just a little bit and just keep doing it, right? And so just kind of keep that in the back of your head. And this could be with, you know, making changes in your, your food choices, all right? And this could be starting an exercise program. This could be, you know, drinking more water every day. It doesn't have to be this grand thing. It's just 1% better every day. All right. And so when you think from an exercise size perspective, you know, what is 1% of a mile, right? And then, and then do that and then do that. Okay. And so in, in that week, if you did 1% every day, you'd be 7% further, right. Than you were doing. And that's, you know, that's awesome. So the third thing was, you know, begin to take some risks. We, so many of us are really risk adverse and, um, you know, and I, I've had to really embrace this because, you know, starting your own business is risky. <laughs> and so all of these things, you know, you, you're afraid to fail, right? And it's risky. It's financially risky. It's um, emotionally risky. It's publicly risky because, you know, people know, oh, you're starting your own business. They see it. And then if it fails, you, you are, they know you failed. And, and, um, and so I think, you know, by learning to take these risks, you, you really raise the uh, probability of facing difficult situations and, and people don't like that. They don't like being uncomfortable. They don't like being in discomfort or in uncertainty. And yet that is okay. All right. And that's how you're going to live a bigger life. That's how you're going to grow and reach the goals that you want to reach. And so, I think embracing uh, risk and this, I, and even the failure in 1% every day, those things all kind of go together and just know that as you know, you're going to grow as a leader. And I see this happen with the women I work with all the time, you know, over the 12 weeks, three months, uh, they come in wanting to tweak their diets, want, lower their blood sugars, lose weight and get off meds. I know that's possible for them. I know that because I see it happen all the time. They're, they're, um, not so sure, but they're, they do step up and they're, they kind of are frightened, but they still take the risk. They take the risk, enter the program, invest, you know, their time and their money in themselves. And what better investment is that? Okay. I mean, if you're going to risk something, that's where to risk it on yourself and on your, you know, health. Wow. I, I it's just, I'm just so always so grateful when, um, you know, they ask me along on their journeys to, to help them do this and to watch them do this. And what I see happen over the 12 weeks is, is they achieve all these tasks. They gain all these skills and, and really create this lifestyle for themselves that they can now age well with and live well with diabetes. But more importantly, they become um, these different people where their minds have grown, they, um, they have grown as humans because now they see themselves as healthy. They see themselves back in control of their health instead of diabetes dictating their lives, right? And that's a huge shift. It feels so good. It feels so freeing. It's, it is freedom. 
And so it's so interesting to watch this transformation happen over the three months. And it's so gradual at the end, I remind them of where they were when they started. And then they're like, wow, you know, wow. Yeah. I'm a healthy person. Now I, I view myself as a healthy person and that's a huge transformation. So the other thing is, as I talked about a little bit is to really, you know, understand this resistance that comes up and, you know, I like to say, lean into it and, you know, more people can persevere when they have a better understanding of resistance and they, um, they, like I said, lean into it. They don't, they don't ignore it and they don't um, avoid it. And so I just think that when you can kind of name that resistance, uh, it loses its power over you. And then there's more room for your perseverance. All right. So um, just recognize it. I, that was a huge shift for me. Cause I, I was like, you know, what is, I just, I didn't really couldn't name it. And then I finally was able to, Oh, this is resistance. Huh? That's, that's funny. I, you know, that's, what's stopping me. And I just had to really dive into that and lean into it. And that was, um, it's pretty, pretty interesting. You know, the, um, the other, the fifth point, um, was to exercise regularly and, you know, just think about, for me, I know that, exercise uh, clears your mind. It, it breaks the cycle. If you are in that cycle of um, not wanting to do something. And sometimes when I go out and I just move my body and I take a few minutes, it doesn't have to be a long exercise, go out and walk around the block, breathe deeply, right? It really puts everything back into perspective. You get out of this kind of this, um, this downward spiral of you know, resistance and failure and, you know, risk adversity, all those things that are in your head and you sort of are able to kind of clear your mind about that. So I, you know, I find I exercise all the time. I mean, daily, and it's just, it's my go-to now. And because especially when I'm mulling something over, this is where some of my best work comes from. This is where this podcast came from was when I was out walking. Right. Uh, the sixth thing is Building a network of support is so crucial. Um, if you want to learn how to persevere, uh, you should build a network of support. Okay. Uh, it really, it, whether it's, you know, it should include family and friends and coworkers and peers, a coach, uh, you know, they, they, they hold space for you. A coach especially holds space for you. They're trained to do that to really um, allow you to open up and, and um, bounce ideas off of and, you know, allow you to, they will give you feedback and help you see things in a different way. And, you know, certainly family and friends and coworkers and peers can do this as well. Um, but, you know, having someone trained to do that, uh, that really is on board with your success and has taken a lot of look at their own stuff and that's not even a part of it that's all about you is really um, important. Okay. It really is. And that's what I, I do with my clients is that, you know, I'm as invested in their results as they are. And it's like, let's work through this and get you to the next level. Right. And, and that it, it's just that that support is um, crucial. I have coaches for myself. I coach people. Right. And it just, it, it just, it, it just moves you forward. Uh, and the last thing is, uh, you know, I'm going to combine two of them. So 
really keep your goals in mind. And, you know, uh, we, when we make mistakes or fail, uh, many people can be, are often tempted to give up altogether. And, um, you know, if you want to persevere, you've got to keep your goal in mind. All right. And this was so true for me when I was going to grad school. I mean, like I said, there was, you, I was, you know, there was so many times like, oh my gosh, you know, how, how am I going to get all this work done? And, you know, go to my daughter's game and cook dinner and clean the house and grocery shop and do the laundry, you know, all those other things. And I mean, I, I know, I know it's hard because women have a lot on their plate. And so, but keeping your goals in mind, just why you're doing this, write it down, post it somewhere, you know, I mean, dream it. I had this vision in my mind of making an impact. And I just, you know, when, when I would, I would keep it in mind. And so when there's that bump in the road, it inspires you to move forward. And on those same lines is remember your why, you know, um, just, just know why you're doing it. Remember your why having your why is so crucial. And, you know, I, I did this, uh, the summit, uh, last summer, I interviewed a bunch of, um, you know, people in the diabetes space, you know, doctors and chefs and influencers and, uh, you know, just diabetes educators, all, all you know, a bunch of people. And a, so many of them said, you know, you've got to have a big why. Okay. That's really, and most of them had diabetes, they're type one or type two. And it's like, because that big why is what is going to hold your you know, hold you true to why you're doing it. And that was me with, you know, my goal and my why. My why is I feel I'm here to impact diabetes, okay? And, you know, to make a difference. And so it's like, you know, that's really what keeps me going and really keeps me um, doing this hard stuff. You know, it is it's not easy sometimes to, you know, like I said, we all have that fear of failure and, and that risk averse and this resistance that comes up, but it's what are you going to do with it? That idea of um, being fearless doesn't mean you don't feel the fear. You feel it, but you move forward anyway. Okay. I have that quote actually, because it comes up and you recognize it and are like, yeah, okay. That means I'm, I'm growing. Okay. That's how I look at it. Now the resistance comes up and it's like, Oh, ready to, to grow a little bit if I'm, I'm feeling that. Right. And so I encourage you to really look at that and really um, work on building this perseverance and just realize that that's how you build it. You fail. Okay. You feel the resistance and you do it. Right. And it, it's like it, that, that is what builds up that perseverance. And I know you've got it in you. Okay. So uh, these are just some of the topics that we talk about in uh, my program, because because knowing this stuff and feeling this stuff and applying this stuff um, really helps get you to your goal of good health. And so we do address mindset. Um, and, you know, it's so it's not just food, right? That is a big part of it. But, you know, cr creating, um, being successful with making those changes really, it comes with the mindset as well. Okay. And I think that that's why we address that. And, and I know that's why we address that in our program. 
So my program is a reverse diabetes method. Uh, if you're interested, reach out to me. Um, you can email me at robin at nutritionwithrobinrdn.com. You can find me on Facebook at Nutrition with Robin. Uh, you can message me here on the podcast, right? Uh, so get out there and persevere. Choose your goal, find your big why, and do what it takes. Persevere the bumps and lumps and hills and swerves and, and twists and turns and persevere and get it. Go get it. Okay. Have a great day. Talk to you guys all soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.